everybody, welcome to episode 233 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Sassy Paul Robinson. Sassy Pants Robinson. Sassy uh, Pants Robinson. How do you mess everything up? Uh, you can't do anything. Yeah. Hello, good morning to you. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. You got a lot of sass in your frass this morning, Sassy so I don't frass. know how good of a morning it is for you, honestly. It's good. Um, a little chilly. It's a little chilly. Oh, look, you have my hair clip over there. Oh, yeah, sure do. It's interesting. <laughs> I was looking for that one. That seems like a great place to just, you know, clamp it onto a mic stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, we've watched some stuff, and, um, yeah, we're going to talk about it. That's pretty much, okay. that's pretty much what you got today. Yeah, we did. We watched some things, a little, and, um, A little more of the same. Got some opinions on stuff. Just a few. Yeah. Just a few. So, um, I, oh, I for, okay, so I forgot about my hair for a second. <laughs> Damn it. I just, um, I chopped all of my hair off. Yeah. Like, to a dramatic um, degree. Mm-hmm. And I keep forgetting that, like, the back of my head is buzzed almost, pretty yeah. much. And I'll, like, tilt my head back and then feel. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what is that? And it's freaking me out. So I have to keep like tucking my hood. I hate this decision, just so you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, sometimes we do things, Paul. Yeah. And um, you know, we can't take them back. Mm-hmm. And so we have to just um, live with. It's just hair, right? Said decision and, um, you know, suffer through it. Because what what else can you do? Who hasn't had a bad haircut in their I, life? I haven't had one this bad. I, okay, I had one that I really, really disliked, but it was longer. It was short, but it was longer, so I was able to kind of, I don't know. But this is this is uncomfortable. That's the problem, mm. is that I don't like this feeling on my neck, which is weird because I had an undercut for a while, and I don't know why that didn't bother me that time, but... Well, you get older, things bother you My more. neck has become more sensitive in the in the current yeah, years sure, and sure. it is that not happens. happy yeah. it's not happy at all next sensitivity is at an all-time it's skyrocketing high. In, in, during this pandemic so um are we still in a pandemic I technically know. i don't know i don't know hmm. plandemic you mean don't start don't start we don't want people thinking we're on that side um he's joking <clears throat> so um yeah, we're just gonna review some stuff. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna address words that were that were expressed, yeah, that were comically ridiculous, uh, and then we're gonna go through with our reviews. So uh, why don't you start it off, Paul? A- and go. What am I starting? Oh my off god, with? your belly is yeah. so angry. It's just ate. <laughs> you just put Cecil in it. Why yeah. is it so angry? Um. So why don't you start with the ridiculous words? Well. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. who we all know from. I've never heard of her. Yeah. She's an actor. One of those Hollywood actors. She apparently said, um, she was talking to Voila Davis, the, um, you know, one of those actors on actress thing, I think, or whatever. Never heard of her. Yeah. She was talking to the queen and, um, made a comment about how when she was cast as Katniss Everdeen, it was the first time a female had been cast in an action role as a, as the lead in an action film mm-hmm. and um 
I didn't watch this interview, by the way. I've seen snippets of other things they spoke about, but not that. And mm. I have to I have to see what uh, Miss Davis's expression is during that moment because she must have been exploding internally. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, she's a classy lady, so she probably was yeah, like, "I'm just gonna, classy. I'm just gonna let that go." But <laughs> there's no yeah, way the, that um, she was like, "Oh yes." Yeah. The uh, yeah, and so the internet, you know, did the internet Roasted thing. Her. Yeah, and and kind of called her out for that and. Um, she's since kind of apologized or, you know, was like, sorry, I'm stupid, basically. No, I think she tried to say that she meant something else, which didn't make any sense. What she was claiming she meant to say yeah, didn't know. make any sense. I don't, I mean, I, I have a, I have, I have to wonder if she's just horrible at interviewing. I have not watched a lot of her interviews, so. I just think, you know, like people say silly th look first of all if i'm talking because to viola no davis way. i'm not in control yeah, of what i'm saying i'm not in control of, of my faculties at that point but uh you know she's not she's not a small fry herself no, i mean no. she's not viola davis but she's not a small fry so it's like i realize everybody gets kind of starstruck regardless of the their level but um it was just a really weird thing it's a very interesting choice of words to use for what she claims she intended to say because it made absolutely no sense. Yeah. And there's no way that, at the very least, she was not familiar with, like, Kill Bill. If if you're going to plead ignorance on everything prior to that because of your age, like, you were definitely of age to know about The Bride. So it's like, this you can't honestly believe that. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I wonder if immediately after saying that, you know, her brain punched itself and she yeah. wanted to jump out of her sky. I, I sure as hell would, because that is, that's a faux pas. Yeah. If I've ever heard of one. I mean, I didn't see the clip either, but I read articles on it and it, you know, had the quotes from it and it didn't seem like, like a, uh, it didn't come, it, it wasn't coming from like a braggadocious point of view. Like, look at me. It was more like, look how far the industry's come and, and this is a good thing that's happening. So I think her intentions were in the right place, but her mouth was not. <laughs> Which is the it's story just... of my high school career. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I just think it's a, it was just a very, I can't say it's a poor choice of words because it made no sense. Yeah. It made no sense. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen any interview with her, you know she's kind of like uh, quirky, you know? That's a nice way of saying stupid. I don't think she's stupid. I just think she's kind of like quirky when and flighty. When people say you're quirky and flighty, that's a nice way of saying that they think you're dumb. No, I don't Especially think she's... Especially flighty. I don't think she's dumb. Like There's she's a, nothing good about flighty. Yeah. Well, flighty is... like I. That's just kind of like... But I, I think, you know... Look, she's got to be smart to be able to do what she does, right? It's, no, you, know, you don't have to be smart to be able to do that. I mean, you have to, there's a lot of stupid people out there that do that. I but. guess. I just don't think she's a stupid person. I just think she's kind of like, um, you know, just kind of flighty well, a little bit. Yeah. I don't I think mean, she would argue that either, to be I honest. I have nothing against the girl per se. I mean, I don't know the woman. Yeah, she's fun. Um, she's never done anything particularly uh, uh, egregious uh, aside from her like claiming her photos being hacked was like being raped it's like oh, okay or like a sexual assault or something you know this yeah. whole like comparison to like <clears throat> things that shouldn't yeah. be compared I mean uh, no uh, people come with flaw you know so stuff like that happens but um, I don't know I, I guess I just wonder she does have a 
really unhealthy obsession with the Kardashians. So when mm. uh, when we say flighty and how it's a nice way of saying, yeah, I gotta kind of wonder because it's like it's the Kardashians and of all things to be obsessed with. Mm. Um, well, there's worse things. They're to not. Be obsessed they're with, not. I guess. Yeah, murder. Yeah. Uh, apartheid. You know. Racism, all that but stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff would be, would be worse. slightly worse. So she's not a racist, so that's good. From what we know, I'm sure that'll come out. There's audio somewhere. Yeah. There always is. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we can we just trust in anything anymore? There's always, I know. Somebody always comes out with something crazy years later, and you're like, what? Um, but again, uh, these, are, these are famous people, not celebrities. Like celebrities makes it sound like they're their own race of, of human. They're, they're just famous people mm. and people are stupid mm -hmm. and people are mean. And so you're going to get that in yeah. all facets of, of, uh, entertainment. It doesn't, no one's like yeah, impervious we, to uh, it. They're just, they just happen to be famous. Yeah. They're like you just famous. Um, well that's, you know, it's, you can picture somebody her age out in the real world making a comment like that. And then you're just like, whatever, you know, but because she's a famous person yeah it gets like all these headlines and yeah you're kind of like under the microscope with everything you say that's not to excuse like you know a, a lap of judgment but <laughs> did your brain shut off real, just no. for just real quick it went to sleep yeah um <laughs> but it's it's uh yeah it's i don't know it's whatever i'm just saying like people like when she when i read it i was like oh girl <laughs> like, yeah. no um, but then, you know, like th this, th she's going to have to walk this one off for a while and then people will forget it, yeah. but they're going to make her walk yeah. it off for way longer than you would make somebody else, yeah. you know, just because she's famous. So it's like, it was, it's funny, you know, I mean, like it's, 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 I mean, an, a, a normal comment is like, it was so much of an honor to be a female in an, uh, you know, leading an action film. Like that was very, yeah, you know monumental my career or whatever but yeah the whole first thing I it was mean, weird <laughs> it was kind of weird yeah. but anyway maybe f i couldn't even say for her generation because there's been no because like i said plenty. there was like yeah. resident evil and all that shit existed during times when she would have been like aware of it yeah. anyway i don't know i don't know what she was on that day but maybe get off it yeah. for the interviews um but but also let's please move on because there are bigger problems in the world and you know, that's not something to keep focusing on. It was just something to mention because I've had a couple people be like, did you believe what you said? I'm like, yeah, I know it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a stupid thing to say and it makes zero sense and I won't pretend that it does. Um, so we have, we, we've actually watched a bunch of things, but we kind of have to filter through what we have the most to say about. There's a lot of that, right? There's like, we've, We've watched movies that were like, yep, that was a movie. Yeah. And we did watch it. And I I cannot think of a solid two minutes to say, like th things to say, to say, rather. Now my brain shut off. Yeah. I can't think of a solid two minutes of things to say about this particular film. Not a bad film, not an amazing film, but not a bad film. But it's just like, huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, like... We've watched that. Yeah. So, you know, we we actually watch way more movies than 
than we actually review, but we just have to, otherwise there would be like five things, this would be a three hour episode or whatever, because yeah. we have to review so many and things. And it would be uneven. You'd have five ep- five things one week and then one thing the next week. And then you'd also have like, let's talk about this for three minutes, because that's yeah. pretty much all I can give you. That's all I have to say about it. So like... And we generally, I mean, we don't, we don't tend to review things we don't like. Right. Because there's no point in that. But see, and these, then, these but other then two things we watch that I didn't dislike. Right. There's things that we do like that we don't necessarily review either. It's just stuff that we have, um, that have some substance and stuff to say. Just a little bit more to say, yeah. Um, so I, I will just say what the two movies are. Um, one of them was Duel, which, which kind of got murdered. Yeah. Um, by a lot of people, and I don't think that it deserved the hate that it got by any means. Um, I'm not sure why, I I think, I guess the reason why this is a hard movie to talk about, because I almost reviewed this, but the reason why it's, uh, it's hard to talk about is because I think a lot of people missed the intention Mm. of, um, this, this sort of like, uh, robotic. Yeah. Well, anytime you have a, a, a film that does this, that that makes the reality of the world different. Like this is mm-hmm. a this is a very interesting film, and I say that in a, in a positive way. In that, the tone of it, and you know, you're you're you you have to go in not like these people aren't normal, but the world isn't. You know what I mean? This is so. Yes. The whole tone of everything is is on a different kind of uh, reality. Yeah. And so um, I think that throws people off. I I enjoyed that part of it. I like when. You kind of had these kind of awkward like um, sensibilities of of the, all the characters in, mm-hmm. in the world that we're in, and so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it was it was a, a, a it was a decent movie and a good concept, but I just think that it was lost on a lot of people, um, and so it's like I don't know how to talk about that in detail because yeah. it's like it was a good movie, but it just was uh, you know I I think. It could sometimes feel it's not a movie where you um, like I'm not going to talk about this movie as I go into detail about it. It's not a movie where you really uh, can form any type of attachment to the characters because they are so robotic and they're so sort of um, they lack emotion in in such a way intentionally that it's like when something happens, you're just like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. okay, Um, And that was kind of what it was like. but it was, I mean, it was still a good watch. Uh, yeah. I still thought... I mean, I did, Aaron I, Paul and Karen Gillan are good actors, so... Yeah, Aaron Paul, I thought, was really funny in it. I, I felt like her character, she, she... I mean, I can't imagine that the director didn't green like that, but, like, I felt like having a little bit more emotion on her end would have been... I don't know. It was a lot because it was double, you yeah. know, it was like the, the same, that same personality again. And so it was like, but everybody was kind of like that. I don't know, it was weird. The, the, the guy who played her husband, I felt threw everything off because everyone yeah. had this really robotic, really like staccato way of speaking. And then he didn't seem to have that. So it was like, why is he like yeah. this? Um, and I don't think that it was intentional. I just think he needed to actually come down to their level because he didn't match their world kind yeah. of thing. That was like my my main critique was like yeah. whenever he was involved, it was like, uh, I don't get this. Yeah. Um, I found it very, spoiler alert, but I found it very interesting that the clone version won both times. Mm, fascinating. It, yeah. I'm sure it means something, but I'm too dumb to know. <laughs> Um, the other movie that we saw that again, wasn't horrible, but was like, was a film called the Immaculate Room. Mm. 
um, this also kind of got torn apart uh, on certain platforms that I'm on and kind of get that one a little bit more in terms of people not it it, it was it was kind of lazy yeah it's a great concept it was a really good concept but it i think the execution was kind of lazy and so that's why it's like i don't know like but it wasn't a bad movie no, it just yeah. wasn't all, i don't know like I don't know what the 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 writer I think it's a writer director was going to I think like oh I I need to have a naked woman in here it seemed like that's what that yeah. moment felt like yeah. and the whole fucking thing just started to tank from there on out like the concept was good and the performances were good but once that girl came in it just it took a dive because it had absolutely well, no part for me aside from the whole like naked and whatever things of it but for me, it was like it kind of broke the reality where it was like <clears throat> these people, you, you know, the idea of the film is that you're just in there. But then you introduce this person who is like hired by them. Supposedly, we don't really know. Um, and so she's kind of like a key to the outside of it all. And I don't know, it just it felt a little out of place in terms of tone. It was a lot out of place. Yeah. Also, I, I'm just I'm just being honest. I, the actor that played the nude was not very good so it it's it shifted everything um massively because you know uh emile and kate are much stronger actors and so then when she kind of came in i think she was I, I think there are probably tons of of uh aspiring and up-and-coming actors that will do a completely nude scene but I don't know that many of them are going to be amazing actors. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what happened there. It's like, yeah. we need somebody who's going to be completely nude. And uh, I don't know what the budget was, but it was probably lower than, you know, we would have liked. And so you get what you get kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it, it completely messed with everybody else's level of, of acting and kind of just, it got weird for me there. Uh, yeah. But like, it wasn't horrible. It was still a decent concept, but yeah. you know. Um, so, all right, we're just going to jump into it. 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. So the two things that we were like, let's talk about these, uh, because we enjoyed them so much. Um, one of them was, uh, the English. So, um, we, we are, uh, a, a fan of the blunt and mm -hmm. we usually watch most of her things. So, um, I was curious to see, you know, I, I have to, I have to admit like, I'm not the biggest like Western yeah. fan. Um, I liked Bone Tomahawk, but that was like br that scene and it was just fucking brutal. Um, but like, so I, I, it's not that I don't watch Westerns. I will. It, they're just not necessarily like something that I run to. Yeah. And I have to be honest. I don't know. It would. It, there are several actors that would have gotten me to watch this but i'm just saying it for argument's sake like if it weren't emily blunt oh yeah i, I wouldn't watch it yeah. I, there is like a 90 percent chance that i would not have watched this um a blunt or equivalent or had yeah. you know because uh the the um the actor that plays eli whip uh is like from a bunch of uh twilight movies actually yeah. of of all things so like if if I had been more familiar with him, um, I maybe, you know, but it was just like it, it, I hate to say it, but like it, it would have had to have taken some famous white girl <laughs> that I, whose acting I liked. Right. Cause that, that's the part is the English coming in. 
the 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 English the the yep the uh, colonizer would have had to been like a colonizer that I enjoy to kind of got me into this, and that is uh, you know egg on my face because look Emily was amazing in this and she she did make a, a lot of this amazing. Um, but I think anybody in her caliber of acting would have been able to do that. Yeah. The writing was very, very good. It was yeah. amazingly written. And so I would have been like, oh, I don't know anybody in this or, eh, and then yeah. I would have passed it up and then never watched it. Um, because I'm like, eh, with the Westerns. But, um, this is where these moments, right, where we're like, oh, they always got to put the celebrities in. Yeah. That, I mean, sometimes that works. And, I, yeah. and, I, and I, I fell victim to that, right? Where I was like, well, what, what name do you have in there that I know that would make me watch this type of like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, a period piece uh, in, yeah. in this genre? Um, but I, I'm certainly glad that I did watch it because it was really good. Also, um, I think it's, is it Chasky Spencer? I think Eli, I think Chasky. Chask, Chasky, somebody tell me. Um, he's really good, you know. So yeah. now, but like, if you were like, oh, this guy from Twilight's in it, I'd be like, I'm definitely not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm running to watch, watch that. A, a, twi a, a, a western with the Twilight. Actor. Yeah, but you know, look, you you take you take what you get when you're when you're trying to break into this business, right? So it's no shade to the fact that yeah. he was in Twilight, because so were other good actors that I that yeah. you know that have continued. Um, in the business that are that are certainly very good at what they do, um, but it's just you know there's the not that, least of which is Pattinson. So right, but and it's you know it it's just it's it's that stain that kind of follows you. Uh, it's very hard. So I give the guy a lot of credit because it could not have been easy for him to jump out of that and then into something like this. Um, but it it was a really it, so anyway it's uh, it's a director writer which is very interesting for these types of things. This is the the type of show that I would one hundred percent I like I would have been like oh yeah this had forty five writers because these types of shows always do. It's always yeah. like so you have the main writer that is in all that had that that had their hand in all I'm just throwing a number seven episodes right and then you have somebody else that jumps in for each other one and then everybody you know directs it or writes it or something so it's one person from what i can tell which is rare and very interesting and um it was amazing i don't know it, the 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 only complaint that i had was like the anamorphic thing yeah because it it makes my eyes i don't know i can't like when when they pull focus yeah so for the nerds out there, it's the lens breathing. There was a, quite a bit of it when you would pull focus from. I don't. I don't know why. Like every time that would happen, I'd feel like, like I'd just taken a, a bag of shrooms and it was like, boom. <laughs> just yeah. we're pulling focus. Well, because it has and something like, to do with the fact that when the image is, parts of the image are are out of focus. Nerded. They become elongated. Mm -hmm. So when something in the foreground is blurry. From the depth of field, it becomes elongated a little bit. So when you pull focus to it, it goes from being elongated to being circular or square or whatever, however you want to figure it out. So that light refraction is is squishing. It appears to be squishing the image, and that's kind of where you get that effect from. I don't like it. I'm yeah. not a fan of it. It didn't. It it wasn't used uh, to a degree. Which is that... a shame because I had you know I I love the look of anamorphic lenses. And of course I, you do. I want um, I wanted to invest in a pair, but now I have to think about that. I don't like it. Yeah. 
I'm going to be honest with you here, Paul. Or a set, not a pair. Well, it would probably just be two because that's all I could afford. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't used. They, the, the, the lenses weren't used to a degree that was distracting, but there were a couple scenes here and there that I was just like, why? Um, <clears throat> and I do notice it. It's like 3D, I guess, for me, you know, where people love it and it just makes me nauseous. Anamorphic lenses make me kind of seasick and yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of it. But again, it was it was sparse, yeah. if you will. Um, the so so Hugo Black Blick. I'm sorry. I don't know. Did I mention him? Mm -hmm. OK, so Hugo Blick was the director and writer. Um, and uh, he's like he's he's done other things, but like nothing that I would really recognize, honestly. So um, I think a lot of it is like BBC stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, though we watch a lot of BBC stuff, but I haven't watched any of the things that he's worked on. And, um, so this is, I, I didn't, we didn't look up the budget or anything like that. So I don't know what I would imagine it would have to be sort of. Yeah, they IMDb Pro usually is like they don't have a lot of budgets for shows, mm. usually just movies, but uh, it's expansive. It is expansive. Um, one of the actors, though, that was in it, uh, Rafe, I want to say it's Rafe, Spall. Um, we've seen him before. He was in a movie that we really, really, that we really, we didn't love the ending of, but we enjoyed uh, the actual movie. It was a movie called The Ritual. And I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I know this guy's face. Where do I know him from? Why am I picturing him in the woods? And then it, I looked him up and yeah. I was like, yep, that's the guy. Um, so we didn't love the way The Ritual ended, but that was one of those movies that we were like, we love that it was made. Yeah. I don't like where it went, but like, the first three quarters was fucking banging. <laughs> it's yeah. a really good movie. Um, he plays um, a massive shit stain in in this in this show. Again, ma major spoilers. We're we're talking about yeah. this show. Um, he, I think he is. Uh, he's certainly an actor. I think the rituals probably. He was in the Big Short, but I don't remember him in that. I think he also did Hot Fuzz. Um, but I knew his face from the ritual. And if somebody would have said to me, hey, you know that guy from the ritual? We're, he, he's going to be cast as this like brutish, uh, uh, just um, menacing uh, thug, if you will. I would have been like, I don't see it. Yeah. And then again, omelet on my mug. Mm. Because he did so, I loved hating every second of his personality on screen. He He did something that's, that's not uh, that. That's not easy to do when you play a villain, which is playing a villain that is you also kind of are amused by. And yeah. he's a massive villain. It's not like oh, yeah, he's just yeah. not a great guy. It's like no, he's a terrible, terrible person. Yeah. But he played There's the no part. Gray area with him. There's no gray area with gray area with this guy. He's just uh, he is he's just a dick. Um, uh, uh, David Melmont is was the character, uh, but he played it so well. Yeah. That you know, I just I kind of just enjoyed his that moments. You just really sink your teeth into, and that that seemed like it would be a blast to play. Yeah, and I, I somebody might say, "Listen, bite your tongue," um, but I think that he that he re also resembles the actor that I'm I'm about to compare his range to. He's got a Daniel Day Lewis thing about him. Mm. He actually resembles Daniel Day Lewis to me as mm. well. And the way that he played that character reminded me very much of the way that Lewis would sort of, um, it was, it, it, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that that's, I didn't, wasn't getting any DDL vibes, but <laughs> I, uh, I thought he was very good. 
Oh my God. Um, no, I mean, he reminded me so much of, of his character in There Will Be Blood. Mm. You didn't get that kind of no. like, really? I don't know. I, I, I got, <laughs> got a TDL vibe from him. Um, not like, oh my God, I couldn't tell the difference between the two, but yeah. it, it, it was like, he was DDL-esque is what I'm saying. And uh, so I, I think that I really hope to see him in more things and, and, and in bigger parts and um, being able to, because he's got range, like for yeah. fucking sure. Um, so then, you know, we'll we'll jump back into uh, Eli Whip and um, into um, uh, Emily Blunt's character. And, you know, the, so the, the story, uh, Cornelia, the, the, the story is... Um, they went all over with the timeline, right? And then they kind of like trick you. Yeah. In the beginning where you're like, oh, she's the beginning of this and that. The beginning is, yeah, you know, and you're going, eh, whatever. Um, and uh, so we, we did get tripped up like momentarily because we kind of, I had to um, go through sites that sort of offer you a preview of each uh, episode uh -huh. to not spoil things for myself. And I found one that just sort of blocked off each episode and then gave you like a synopsis of what was going on and so then i would read up until the scene that i thought i was at and be like oh oh okay all right yeah. because we got slightly thrown off by melmont's character and who he represented when he, they made it into the there was a name for the room wasn't there they called the room something that they were talking in and i, I just completely i'm blanking the room that he talks to cornelia in fuck mm -hmm. i'm almost positive the room had a name um, but anyway, that scene when he was explaining because he was lying. Yeah. Right. And so I think we just kind of like we might have paused it right before that to make you tea or something. And we yeah. just like lost where we, and we were like, wait a minute, what is he talking about? Um, and so then we established that, yes, OK, he was now bullshitting and, uh, you know, to, to sort of throw her off to be able to get. And so also um, I appreciate that they were. Uh, sparse with the assault, right? Because usually in these shows and when they do movies like this, it's, they're very heavy on the sexual assaults, right? They yeah. have to have like, they must have a scene where like you watch somebody being brutally raped. Yeah. Um, and that does happen. So I'm not necessarily against that. I just feel like it's sort of like this trope that kind of starts to go too far often. Um, this was a case where it kind of didn't go far enough for me mm. because... It was obvious something had happened when he left the room and she's now on the floor. Yeah. Right. But I but thought he had just physically assaulted her. Yeah. But it was very, very, very uh, subtle where she sort of because her dress is already super long. See, if the dress had been up higher, I'd like that was yeah, all yeah. it needed for me. If the dress had been even above her knee. Just like right, if the hem had been above yeah. her knee and she pulled it down, I would have been like, "All right, we know what happened there." Yeah. But him being, oh, I think they, you know, that was obviously on purpose and stuff. They didn't want you to think that. I thought they did. <laughs> well, until the until later on in the in the show, they wanted to hold that that reveal as long as they could. Well, I, the story. I guess it's I guess for me it's because I started to put I was starting to put two and two together. Yeah. Um, and so I already suspected that he might be who they were looking for at that point. Once they started to go back in time, I was like, oh, wait, it's just I hadn't had the connection with him yet. So once he showed up at the house, I was like, oh, yeah. 
but because her dress had already been so low, I just thought like maybe he, because he was trying to intimidate her. Um, so I just thought like maybe he had just hit her. Um, but the, I won't say that the twist at the end was just like, oh my God, totally didn't see that coming. But it was still surprising in many ways. There were still like aspects of it that I didn't, that I didn't yeah. see. Um, you know, when she showed the picture of her son, I thought that was brilliant because mm -hmm. at no point were we like, oh, maybe the kid had syphilis. Because, you know, they, they really, they go heavy handed with like her son being killed and then the audience taking that literally. Yeah. And we did that as well, right? We well, assume. he was literally, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He died, but it wasn't. Yeah, no, but You're that thinking it, that like he was he literally shot killed or something. Yeah. He wasn't killed. He died. Yeah. But yeah. he wasn't killed. And so, you know, that she's, uh, she's, she's, you know, it's a play on words for her. And we as the audience don't know that until later. Um, I, you know, totally didn't get the gloves thing. Yeah. And I should have because well, once he said, I once he made it, the comment about it, then we knew something was up. We didn't know what. But. Yeah, but we didn't know that is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I knew the gloves, obviously, like she had the gloves. And so it was like, why does she wear them? But honestly, I, I didn't harp on that throughout up until that moment. Oh, I wasn't yeah. like, why does she yeah. always have gloves on? Because you're talking about a time where people wore corsets for funsies. You know, it was yeah. like, yeah, this is what we're just going to wear daily because that's comfortable on a horse. Um, so I just I didn't really think too much of it. So it was brilliant the way they they just kind of snuck that in to a point where when he mentions it, you kind of go to yourself. Yeah, she does always have gloves on, you know? yeah. but I didn't think about it prior to that. I wasn't yeah. curious about why she had them. Um, but I did wonder like I, I was definitely like my my senses went off when the woman was shot because they focused on the lesions. Mm -hmm. And I was like, right. this is the most random thing to show. This has to mean something. And I knew that the man shooting himself afterwards had to be a spouse that was sparing her of something because she obviously had a disease, you know. I didn't think they were going to give that one to to, to Miss Blunt. Yeah. But uh, that just kind of ra it, it, it raised the stakes in a way that you suddenly understood why she didn't care if she died in this endeavor, right? Because yeah. it was going to be over for her anyway. Although she lasted way longer than I thought she would when they kind of put all this together. I'm like, okay, it's going to be like six months later. Yeah. Um, but that stage lasted a while. I loved that they didn't show it. Um, yeah. I even would have, like, I guess I would have liked if instead of wrapping the middle of her face, they had just sort of blocked it more so that yeah. you can kind of be like, oh God, that's, she's, becoming deformed but you can't see the detail of it yeah. i thought wrapping it was like no yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like let it happen um but that was the whole twist with the kid and the you know and yeah. him but it was just so brilliantly written like this is a really 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 good show it's just crazy how um you know you go back in the day to the that time and you know syphilis is is such a uh uh such a presence then mm -hmm. it killed so many people but dudes are still like willing to take the risk you know oh yeah for sure it's, it's, you know guys are just like crazy and then also i'm sure like you take a person a personality like that and you tell them like oh there's also odds that nothing could happen to you and they're like take it yep <laughs> like nothing's gonna happen to me i'm the best yeah strongest um but it was it was it was it was a really well done show it it looked amazing and it, it had this really interesting like technicolor look to it 
where it was like yeah. kind of uh, emulating the idea of a black and white film that was recolorized, mm-hmm. which I thought was a very interesting aesthetic, um, very warm color tones and stuff. Some of the whites of uh, the brightness of the sun, you know, like when it goes to white, like it was actually yellow. And um, so I, I found that stuff very interesting. I was not distracted by the lens breathing. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, I thought it looked—I thought it looked great on that front, and um, yeah, it was acted well, directed well, written beautifully. It was like so. This thing affected me more than I thought it would because. So there's this thing, right, where <laughs> if a, a film or a show, if there's a moment, if it ends in a sad way, mm-hmm. and then later, and then you flash forward to the future, and they're still sad about it. There's just something about the sadness of reflecting on what you just watched. Like Brokeback Mountain is the perfect example of that, which was a very, very sad ending. This ending reminded me of that. It hits you in the feels. Yeah. With that way of 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 you have this huge thing that took place, this adventure, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then tragedy happens. In this case, it was them not, you know, her having to go back or whatever, yeah. which I was still very much against. <laughs> Um, and then you flash the future and, and, you know, then, I don't know, there's just something about reflecting on the past that is so sad. Yeah. Um, and so this show, just like Brokeback, kind of had that element to it, which always affects me. Yeah. I would just also like to point out that um, when Paul says that something affects him, it means that his heart swells ever so slightly, but then goes right back to normal. <laughs> I, however, will be beside him in those moments, literally bawling and choking back tears. And he has absolutely no expression on his face. Um, that is an emotional moment for Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah, blame my parents. <laughs> um, I was the, bawling. You know, uh, yeah. There's. It's interesting because as a filmmaker and as a storyteller, I love stories that are unconventional and like, you know, maybe the person doesn't always win. That's mm-hmm. much more interesting and much more true to life. But then the movie fan in me is like, don't just go with them, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it always is like a, well, I have a dichotic relationship with that. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> with that stuff. Um, I think that, sorry, we have like sirens going yeah, off here. If you can hear that, apparently. uh, someone's on fire. I don't know. Um, I think like it, it was where it where it's where the writing becomes so prolific in the story uh, is that uh, you want them to get together. Yeah. Right. Because that's obviously where where the, the romance aspect is leading you. And it's mm-hmm. and it's 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 so impactful the way that that's written. And da, 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 da. but then you take the, the actual logistics and the, the, the timeline of this and who in who in that vicinity uh and and word has spread hasn't heard of uh i think he's pawnee was he pawnee yeah uh of the pawnee with the white woman yeah right with the english um so you're you're a giant target everywhere you go so that it even if she weren't dealing with the the physical aspect of what she was about to endure with her health um they likely would not have survived together for very long Hmm. um 
I don't know. I just uh, and and the whole thing was like, and it's it's controversial, right? Because when when the, when these groups of natives had joined the enemy, so to speak, because they had their own enemies, which were also those people's enemies, right? So they were yeah. kind of able to a lot of like, uh, enemy of the enemy of my enemy was a big theme as well. Yeah, for a lot of that, so which is why you know you oh have my God. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. People get it. Um, if you have the, um, you have, uh, uh, how do you integrate Native Americans into the, the, the army of the people that have come here to basically destroy them all? It's, right. It's, it's, you know, and then, you know, they do this amazing thing for the country, quote unquote, but, you know, then when they're done, they're still back to being a piece of shit again. So it's like in the eyes of people. So it's like, you know, you, you can't really, like, there's a, a great line in it where he says, like, you're one of us here, but out there you're just one of them. And right. so... You know, that's kind of the, the – and all he wanted was just a piece of land to yeah. go live out his life on and, and be peaceful and stuff, which would have been great for Emily Blunt's character and him to just Cornelia be on their land. Just kind of, you know, yeah, be I mean, there and, was it, – it put so much perspective in that moment that we finally got with them, right, where they were, like, leaning in and you're like, oh, my God, it's going to happen. And you realize that she has to stop herself not because she doesn't want to go on – uh, and and pursue him romantically, but because she could kill him. Yeah. Um, which I'm saying, just that kiss alone could have probably done it. Uh, you're taking a risk with that as well. Yeah. I, God knows what's going on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything everything was dangerous. Uh, but um, yeah, I think like one of the more one of the most impactful things for me, which I'm going to sound probably pretty uh, ignorant in this. Uh, was that like it's not that I didn't know it right I grew up uh, in a household my mother was very sort of fascinated with Native American history and so we were always at museums and we always had books and 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 artifacts and things you know in the house and so I was very familiar with it but I guess I just sort of became numb to just how much of this country did actually belong to the natives right because like mm -hmm. when we think of it we think of like I feel that Americans tend to pull out like five main states, right? We're yeah. like, yeah, these are here. And then Canada over here, right? You know, yeah. okay. Whatever. But like when you think, when you start going through the states, it's like, Jesus Christ, there's there's massive areas in every state in this country where this was origin originally native land that had, yeah. you know, then been taken. Because you, you you see it in all of the, the town names and then this yeah. county and this and you're like, oh shit, okay, wait, no, yep. And that state has, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just, it spans. Um, and so that was, that was pretty telling. Yeah. Is this the Santa Claus? Oh, maybe. We have a, a, a fire truck that drives around with the Santa Claus. So they the hijack kids. Santa every yeah. um, December and then they, they stick him on a fire truck of all yeah. things. And then they they force him through town and yeah. then they force us to, to know that they're in town by just, you know, letting yeah. us think that our entire neighborhood's on fire. For I know. 10 minutes. It should be a different <laughs> Christmas thing blasting or Christmas something. Christmas music or something. I don't know. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy to think there was a time not that long ago no, not that where long. you could just be like, I want a, three acres of property. Oh, there's some over there. Nobody's on it. That's mine now. Yeah. And that's it. 
Yeah, but you then know? that also somebody else could just come in and be like, and "Go kill fuck you yourself." And, like, take it, yeah. <laughs> That's mine now. Yeah, it's it, and just just living back then. So like any minute someone could come upon you and be like, "Yeah, we want all your shit," and then shoot you and take it. Yeah, and it's like that's all right. I commented on this, and yeah. you know, because uh, as uh, uh, not to sound in fashion, uh, but as as someone who uh, does deal with anxiety. I just simply, I think of it now, right? You know, it's just like, if you put me in that situation, having not been in that situation prior, yeah. I wouldn't survive it. But as you'd said, you know, you don't really know any better. This, your day-to-day is kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you live in flight and flight. That, that yeah. was pretty much, there There was no, no time to really be afraid because you were just constantly on edge and and looking for, um, for, for, for a corner yeah. In which someone would pop out of and just spear you through the chest. Um, but I thought also, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the actress name. Uh, the husband and wife. Mm. Uh, we from Resident Alien. We yeah, we know the actor as uh, uh, so Gary Gary Farmer uh, is his name actually. And so there, there's these two characters, the husband and wife, that were sort of working for the enemy, but you know, you knew something was up, yeah. but you didn't know like exactly. Um, and, uh, yeah. So like when they let Eli go, I didn't see that coming. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. Like when he let Eli go, I was like, Oh, this is like, he's definitely not done. Right. He's going to be back into the story, but I didn't expect her to just like, you know, blow like, dart him. Yeah. Fucking Ace Ventura. <laughs> Nature calls her way yeah. around the corner she and just says too much. <laughs> just knock them off the horse. Um, yeah, I just this one stuck with me. It was yeah. it was such like there there are very few shows that if it was on that I would watch it again because it's, even there even though they're great, you know, it's just that this it was just so well written. I just think the probably I couldn't watch this again because of the feels. Um, yeah. that end, that ending for them when they're just doing their damnedest to say goodbye to one another and you're like, Jesus Christ. Um, it's this forbidden love and, uh, the picture of them cause they had shown the yeah. picture in the beginning. Right. And they yeah. don't show her cause you just see him. And so I immediately was like, oh, they had a life together. They lived together. He was killed. You know, because that's what they want you to think, yeah. you know, and she's and, and you're seeing her in the veil and you're like, oh, clearly she's mourning. She's not yeah. deformed from syphilis. She's mourning. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, so they did a, a wonderful job at completely faking you out. Misdirect, yeah. 100%. And, uh, you know, to know that attached, that his hand is on her shoulder in that picture and she turns. Yeah. To, just to tell him. Oh, I will. I will say that there is there is um, there's a vulnerability to Emily Blunt's performances. Mm -hmm. Certain people like certain actors, they could be amazing actors. Right. But when they cry, they don't necessarily move me, Mm. even though they're amazing actors. She has the most devastating sort of emotion. Yeah. When she is emotional, it's in such a devastating way. That yeah. Br- well, she like, does, she does she, she has a really good balancing this vulnerability with this kind of like uh, revenge laden aggression. Yes. With um, you know, like there's a moment when the uh, Gary Farmer's character comes back and she's sitting in the corner with the gun. Yes. With the upper hand, and that's such a powerful moment for her because you really believe that she's. I was about ready to, say, to fucking, you know, do whatever. And so yeah. 
it's not like I don't know. I just believe that character was in that headspace at the time and, and the way she was able to do that. But at the same time, being able to be vulnerable and, and, and be uh, a victim of things. And so, yeah, because I think oftentimes what happens is that the female heroine has to be one or the other and there's no gray area. They're either like being they're They're either having to be saved through the whole film or they're just cutthroat through the whole film and they have no emotion. Yeah. Um, but I was actually going to mention before we wrap up that one that I think that that scene of her in the corner was probably one of the best scenes of her career. And it wasn't the longest scene, no. but her the 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 gamut of emotions that yeah. she went through in just that short time like you you have to be really amazing at what you do to be able to make an impact that severe in such a short amount of time yeah. right because if you give anybody a five minute monologue scene right they, they if they're a good actor they have a lot of time to impress you there yeah. but when you're like i need you to impress me in 47 seconds yeah. Um, and give me a range of emotions. Yeah. It's not easy to do. That scene. That scene was beautiful. Yeah, and the scene with the wife when she was the wife was digging the grave. Yeah, that was a really good scene too, especially how how it ended. I liked her. I liked the one inside with Farmer the most oh, because yeah, sure. she had but the one with the wife. It was, was really... this sinister laugh that she gives it was like oh i didn't <laughs> you know for a moment i'm like i would never think of emily blunt as being someone to fear in a yeah. moment and it was like she's pretty right so you're like oh she's not intimidating she's this gorgeous you know yeah. lady that comes in and she really seemed quite twisted in that moment yeah. just for a moment yeah um and it, almost enjoying the power yeah, yeah. and so it you know it was an interesting contrast of like wow don't we all possess the ability to be a savage, yeah. if you will, right? Situation sure, that we yeah. that 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 as as Americans coming in uh, to to watching something like this, you know, we think of the the stereotype of how, you know, uh, Native Americans were referred to as savages, and meanwhile we were far worse than they could ever be yeah. or, or or at least just right. as bad, right? And, right. and even they, in and that they, moment, and they they have comments about that in here all the time, like. Yeah. They're calling them savages. Like, well, you're the one that did X, Y, and Z, and blah, blah, and you're, you, 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 you watched it happen, and it's like, well, that's still not as bad as doing it. But the other thing I wanted to say before we finish about her performance is that it was so like it's so easy to to take a, something like this and have her character always be angry. Mm -hmm. But there's moments of levity in there where she's like having enjoying her time with um, uh, uh, Eli. Eli and you know even like you know smiling and laughing and and so and it was spread out in the proper she was places. naive in a lot of, in so many ways well like the, yeah for, for sure of the of the of the country as a whole and how kind of um uh, uh, uh dangerous the country was for sure she was naive of that but i feel like it, it's easy for someone to come in and play that angry the whole time you know mm -hmm. and just revenge and anger and all this sort of stuff but she I think that's what made it more powerful is that she was on this revenge tour, but, you know, she still had moments of reality where it's like, um, you know, she's like sitting with them and they're talking about the stars and she has a good moment and makes a joke. And, you know, so I appreciated like that. They didn't make her one note. You yeah, know? that's what I'm saying. There's usually yeah. there's no gray area with that type of character. It's just one or the other. And she yeah. had there was a lot of facets to her 
to her personality. Uh, the only question we had was like, how how were they feeding the baby? Because sugar water is not. There's feeding no way. The baby. And we never really saw them eat either. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we never saw them eat. Which is fine, you know. It's like the baby was more for me. I'm just like this kid was just born. First of all, the kid survived, which I know happened back then. I don't think right? anybody eats in it. Uh, there's you know uh, there were a lot of uh, infant fatalities at that time but yeah. also kids that just survive you know you you squatted by a tree you plopped a kid out and you kept moving um, but we were just like when is this kid gonna eat because it's not like she's a wet nurse or something right like that she would just have food available yeah um but yeah you know, that's that's just like a nitpicky thing i thought that the show was absolutely brilliant and um it's not your typical western i guess no yeah definitely thinking. not um very 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 good show anyway we must move on <laughs> so we're already like almost at an hour um so the second show that we watched um we uh, we almost it was like one of those things that was like on the it's on the queue and it was like oh, i'll get to, i'll get to it and it wasn't at the top of the list again omelets on our face yeah. um inside man on netflix uh so this was uh directed by paul mcguigan and uh, it was written by Stephen Moffat. Uh, and uh, the like, I don't know. Uh, so David Tennant, uh, Stanley Tucci, Dolly Wells, Lydia West, uh, Lindsay Marshall, uh, Lewis Oliver, and then Atkins. Uh, I think it's Estimand uh, and Dylan Baker. Uh, Atkins, like I, he, he's, I love that character, but we'll get into the whole thing. So um this was a this was one of those that could have it could have flown right under the radar for me. I don't know, like could have easily never have watched the show. Yeah. And uh, I almost put it on the other day, and then we wound up watching something else. And then yesterday, I don't know what made you just go straight to it, but you were like, "Do you would you want to watch this?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." I mean, I, I almost put that on the other day, but I figured, yeah, you know. And there we went. Yeah. And we yeah, watched they... the whole thing and. Uh, was it to watch it in one shot? No, we we had to split it's it up. Split, okay. But it, it was this show is this is an interesting show, and I mean that in a good way. Mm. Um, the tone is kind of it jumps around a little bit, and it's fourteen genres. It's a good show. It's a very good show, even. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of uh -oh. where the show went was didn't make a lot of sense to me. It wasn't earned or whatever. Like it was. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. Like, why would somebody do, you know, the motivations and the, and the, and the, and writing into scenarios was just kind of like a little weird for So me. like Harry and Mary's character, Harry so, and Mary. Well, the whole premise of the show and how it starts to me was like, kind of like, I don't know. I just didn't buy it, you know, but being, but, but. I don't think this is a show that you're meant to take terribly seriously though. Well, that's the thing is it, it, it's it kind a, of has it's a comedic moments, but it definitely has kind comedy. of comedy. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. And so um, but weird in a good way. It, it's, it's very a, British. It's very British. It's um, it, but it just I don't know. There's just something about it that was like, mm. but, really? but being in the scenario that they're in, I was all about it. But how they got into the scenario, I was like, I don't really know. Like there's just yeah yeah so, I mean right, so, I get what so you're saying we kind of but... we kind of talked about it a little bit but the idea of so there's this this p pedophile has this hard drive <laughs> that's very British of you uh, pedo has this thumb drive of porn gives it to the priest to hide for him so his mom won't see it the priest takes it and hides it 
then somebody finds it. Well, this is the first issue right there, right? Why don't you why wouldn't you destroy it? Just just destroy it. Why would you hand it to Everything's to your vicar. Yeah, everything is or just have the vicar destroy it. Like if the vicar destroys it, there's no problem. I would have just been like, Oh, there's porn on here, okay, I'm gonna burn it. Right. End of story. Um and then so anyway, it's an, someone at his house finds it and then he's like, Oh, he doesn't know I don't know why he would say it's his son's or why she would think it's his son's. And then he says, this, oh, it's mine. And it's like, well, she's – so let her go to the police. And then you could be like, look, I just said this because I didn't know. And that if he would have just been honest with the police, uh, they could they they could figure all that out. They know on the hard drive where those images came from and, mm-hmm. and whose it is. And they can check for fingerprints on the – you know what I mean? So and, – and the fact that this – this priest was willing to sacrifice himself for his son, but not willing to sacrifice a, pe- a pedophile for his son, even after the pedophile had killed him. Like it was just some of the some of the some of the the plot points were just kind of like it just didn't feel like I felt like I was smarter than the plot, yeah. which is and I'm dumb. I think so. It's like a fun show, super fun it's show, not... great performances. I feel like. Yeah, David Tennant's always amazing, um, and Stanley Tucci. It's the Tuchster. You know, he's he's brilliant as always. His his character and then his partner's character. Atkins. Atkins was so good. He was he was really funny in his del- his delivery of everything. So I would definitely recommend this show. Don't be dis- but but there is some things that just didn't make sense to me. Um, or maybe they're just too British for me. I it don't know, was, but no, it was just we, kind of, it was just kind of like weird. It was like, why would you do that? The like, circumstances this... were very heavy handed. It, it's like, um, it's like when you create a scenario to justify the outcome. Right. And so that was right. Which is, but I, I love the scenario and I love the idea of putting this vicar in, in this, in this scenario and what are they going to do? British. He's and... not a pirate. <laughs> vicar. <laughs> Oi. Um, you know, and what do you do in the morality of that? And, and, you know, someone who's good, that's just trying to do the right thing. And, um, I like that, that setup in that scenario, but the F yeah, it felt like they wrote into that scenario and mm-hmm. they're just like, Oh, it's fine. They'll just, she'll just think it was the kids or something and whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and I really appreciated the ending cause I did not expect it to go where it went. Which again, where did it go? When you really think about it, like what is happening? So, I think, um, you know, I think this is something that a lot of directors do, right? Where they go like, oh, we have no intention. We didn't know if we were going to do a season two. We didn't write for it. It's like you absolutely did write for a season two. Had it ended right where the credits had ended, right? Then I would believe that. But when you throw in... Yeah, there's a post-credits. You I mean, throw if in your sharp objects post-credit and don't tell me you did not intend to make a second season because there's no way that the, that the goal was to leave people hanging with that. Yeah. Um, going back, you do... Obvi- like, as soon as she mentions her husband i'm like yes because when the son asked if she was married she answered very quickly and very sternly so obviously there is some hard feelings or something going on uh with her husband that uh you know she's now making this request i think it's 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 a fun show but it's very fantastical yeah it's very csi right where you're like that doesn't happen in real life that doesn't happen in real life that doesn't happen in real life so for instance there's no way that he is not being recorded during these sessions so that's premeditated murder on her part 
yeah. on his part, which doesn't matter. Um, and also on Atkins, they're all they're all there talking about premeditated murder. There's no way that these things aren't being recorded. Yeah. He's on death row for God's sake. So it would be completely asinine of her to just be asking him this question in a room in the jail. You know, um, I know yeah, right. what I know what you're saying, um, and I do agree that they they did write into those uh, to to that chaos. Um, my biggest issue was. First of all, she recovered amazingly because prior to her being found, he was three weeks away from death and she met him a week from death, which means that she recovered a a fucking bludgeoning by a hammer, cuts to her arms, face and head. I mean, she had to have this woman's concussed and then she got on an international flight into the States to come talk to him. Mm Mm-hmm which is not happening. So I thought they should have maybe like made his death sentence three months instead of three weeks because there's no way that she recovered like that in two weeks. Yeah. Impossible. Um, And with only like this little bruise on her head, it's like she was fucked up (laughs) prior to this. And she, he, uh, I thought it was interesting when he gave the, the, um, the location uh, and it was the location of where he thought, Mm-hmm. the girl was and she was there and the guy showed up with a shovel and all this stuff and, and um i really believe that he probably told him the truth of where the body actually was mm. i didn't see that twist coming oh you thought that he had told him the truth yeah i didn't think that yeah not with his his personality but but jumping into that i thought it was all a little bit too perfect um in that you're you're the story is stretched oh, out over happened, these yeah. episodes and then it seemed like everything came together at the exact perfect. I mean, yeah, yeah. she was seconds from being murdered and suddenly everybody starts to figure everything out in that yeah. moment. For instance, if his wife had not walked into the apartment when she did, had she walked into that apartment a split second later yeah. None of this would have happened. Um, I totally appreciate her getting pelted by the bus, by the way. Neither of us saw that one coming. No. I really thought they were all going to make it out. Um, so I do like that that there were some stakes laid out and yeah. then, you know, that 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 did happen. Um, I think part of what is like what we would find frustrating in the believability of it is supposed to reflect on just how panicked and stupid yeah. people become yeah. when something like this happens. Um, you know, they had made jokes about like, how do people ever get murdered? Yeah. Because there's so many details that you have yeah. to go through. How does murder so, ever happen? Does murder ever happen when there's this much to think about? So I think it's it's a show that's sort of making fun of itself. So yeah. like you can't really, like you can't read too far right, into the logistics of things yeah. because it's meant to be sort of a satire on yeah. how these things come about. Yeah, but it, it's played so straight in a lot of ways. So that's, yeah. that's kind yeah. of I like think a if they upped the comedy a bit more it would yeah. have been like oh it's it's more of yeah. a satire but the they other, did seem to kind of yeah. want it to be serious also that was my my one other issue was like the police would have figured this out like stanley tucci i get what they're doing with his character and yeah he's like smart this... but i feel like if she went to the cops and said she texted me this image of this fucking hand or whatever yeah and i haven't talked to her since they could do what they said to her. she was going to do go to the her house find out this is where the last place she was and then go there and question him and you know, then do a little forensic research on on her emails and and 
calls and where they were coming from and all that stuff. And they would have. I think by the time they, they figured that out, he would have killed out. her, though, because that doesn't happen overnight, right? That's, no, a, that's I know. what happens I, on shows. Thing, but I, I but feel she also like... has to be missing for 24 hours, so they're not even going to do... I don't know if they do that over there, actually. Somebody clarify. I have to ask Andrew. Uh, you know, here you have to be missing for 24 hours before they even touch the case. Yeah. So she likely was not missing for long enough. Um, but It just seemed like longer. I appreciated how... Uh, just how bumbling everything was yeah. right like in that moment where you realize what's on there and you're like uh oh no 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 it's it, it, it and then you make up another lie just because you panic and now then you have to cover that lie and so now that person's never going to believe you right because you've just come up with three different scenarios in five seconds neither of which uh are believable at this point yeah um so i thought that was really interesting her character also was uh, you know, you could see how conniving she was. She's trying to save her life. But then also at the end, you're like, oh, she's kind of also not a great person, yeah. really. Right. You know, um, yeah. So... When she was in the basement, I, I kind of like it, it was weird, which which I really liked. But it was com- almost like she's tied up and she's trying to, like, be clever. But there's I think there's a part of her that's enjoying this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so then this is interesting kind of emotion going on where you're like, well, clearly she's. Because she never, here, but then she you're never all, panicked. No, but she, you have this weird kind of dichotic. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Ah! Yeah. You have this. You have this. Um, you have these two emotions going on where it's like you feel bad for her for being captured, but then you're also like, oh, she's evil. Yeah, you know? she, well, her Which survival kind of instinct was uh, yeah. one that I wouldn't have, I can tell you that. You know, I would have just probably cried and then shit myself. But, um, you know, she had, for her to, like, it was brilliant, right? Where she's just like, I'm going to put my DNA all over this room. Yeah, I mean, that, really that you know, when you're, when you're in a moment, I liked, I'd like to think that I would be smart enough to do something like that, but I probably wouldn't. I would unintentionally leave DNA all over that room because I would have been pissing myself as yeah. I was pacing and they would have been like, oh, there's DNA all over there. We've got urine everywhere. But it wouldn't have been because I was smart enough in that moment to be like, let me bleed myself out just enough. And then just like piss and mark blood all over this basement so that you could never actually, you'd have to burn this house down in order to uh, to escape this uh, uh evidence yeah um but she yeah she certainly had um this very dry she's very british you know (laughs) about how she 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 uh played them in a way but you didn't feel bad for them because she was just trying to save her life right so she's gonna do what she has to do um but she was she was really really good about it i mean the heater and everything you know like uh the sun was frustrating i wanted to slap him a couple of times um, and his his little tirade at the end when he was like yeah. yelling at the girl, I was like, "Where's this coming from?" I didn't like. So is is carbon mono- does carbon monoxide poisoning turn you into a homicidal maniac? I wasn't aware <laughs> I of don't that. Know, yeah, I wasn't. I mean, maybe it does. Uh, maybe it does. I don't know. I mean, I never know, suffered from it. Fortunately. I've never <laughs> suffered from it um, uh, that I've known of. Right? Yeah. I could have been close, and then happened to walk outside, and then boom, I'm okay. But um, you know, killed everybody here. <laughs> headaches. Uh, fatigue, you know, vomiting, you know, sleepy. I get all that. I didn't know that like you suddenly lose your faculties completely and then just start, you know, swinging at people uh, with a hammer. I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess it is. Uh, Either way, like I said, I still think it was, it's a really fun show. You can't take it too seriously. Um, 
but it's a really fun show. I re- I hope that they do a season two. They have to because they left it on a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Massive cliffhanger. It would be interesting to see how that would pan out, right? Because, you know, um, how do you help somebody kill somebody else under the surveillance of being in a on yeah. death row? You know, like to your point of like well, he having has nothing things to record. Lose at that he point, doesn't, though. but like like you're like those calls are recorded. Yeah, so that's it's what I'm like saying. yeah, it's. I think those uh, those those visits are I guess obviously you'd have monitored, to kind so. of suspend your disbelief on that. Yeah, again, like I said, you can't take it too seriously. It's a fun show, so yeah. you know things like that are going to happen, and you just have to kind of yeah. like you can't take everything at face value yeah. or something like. But this. I still think like the amount of time that they spent writing it, they could have put a little more attention to how they got into the scenario. A little bit more, yeah. We yeah. we could have you could have finessed it a little bit more, um, but, but I think. But it's, once the scenario unfolds, then it's. Yeah, it's still an it's it's, you know, it's an ori- I I hope it's an original idea and so it's just kind of like it was a fun show. I wonder did they did they cast some Americans in there so that we can't steal it? <laughs> Maybe. Right? Yeah. Cuz they were like, "Oh, they're going to steal this cuz we totally would." Yeah, we, we would totally it. steal this. And then they were like, "Yeah, but we put the Toochters in there." Right? Yeah. And we have Atkins in there, so it's like, "Well, we put we put Americans in there." Yeah. <laughs> if you can't take it, it, you'd just be remaking this right away. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, was, it, it that that was uh you know, sometimes there's like an American actor in there, but like Stanley Tucci's a big actress, so yeah. it was so interesting to see like just like an like an American production BBC slash combo. Like yeah. it was. Sometimes I was just like, wait, where? I mean, you knew when they were in the UK that they were in the UK, but then for a second I was like, is he in a British jail? Because how yeah. are they just jumping back and forth? And it was so like it was such a weird combo. We don't see that. Yeah. We don't see them do that often. It was kind of fun. Um, so. I I highly recommend the show. I thought it was really good. Just go in knowing that, you know, take everything so seriously yeah. with this one. You can't because you'll you'll ruin it for yourself. Anyway, uh, no idea what's going on next week. We don't know. We'll probably watch more stuff. December is the month of, uh, you know, the viewing. Um, I do want to comment, though, on the complete lack of films. You know, we I was talking to Andrew about this, um, our buddy over in the UK, because he works, he manages the theater. And he was saying how like they haven't really even been getting any new movies in the past two mm. weeks. It's completely dead. And it feels like a very intentional phase out on theaters. Oh, interesting. Um, and and I, I this is the first I mean, we can't count like when COVID hit, we we're like, oh, it's COVID. Right. And we just figured that. But I think like at this stage we would have been further along. And I guess someone would say, well, because of COVID, there weren't as many productions or they had to slow them down. But well, yeah, this Christmas to... is like sparse. Usually right. it's like there's so many things coming out for the holidays. You're yeah. like, I want to see this. I want to see this. you have to think about the timeline, right? Where it's like every film takes about two years, right? From... Right. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. So right now is the time when like in production when COVID would have been at its worst. So there's yeah. pro- there's going to be less stuff. So in probably like a year from now, I think it'll... If it's still next, like this su- next, next Christmas, then it's... Yeah. We're obviously hitting... We're hitting a yeah. phase out on theaters. Because there's because... a lot of... um There's a lot of movies coming out next summer. You know, a lot of like blockbusters. Including The Flash, but... which I'm surprised by. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. You're going to cancel Batgirl, but let the Flash. Anyway, um, I just don't get it. I want to see it now. I don't want to. Hypocrisy. I don't want to. Well, there's that. But it's like the minute that you say you're not releasing something, people want to see it. You know? So you know about the Batgirl thing? I'm just surprised that. that? No. So they filmed Batgirl, like a a movie. And oh, no, I did hear about that. Yeah, now they're not going to release it. Right, right, right. Yes. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, didn't we talk about this? Because we were like, that's a great way to get people to want to watch Batgirl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Now I just want to see. I don't really. I'll watch The Flash. I guess maybe, probably not. I don't know. But I'm not paying for that it. That's guy's for sure. Problematic. I mean, like I, I don't like to jump on the canceling train, but like he's beyond problematic. <laughs> like this he's guy super is super problematic. And but I get it. You know, there's other dick. actors. There's other people involved in the. There's yeah. there, you know, and that sort of thing. And so, um, if you're my point is like if you're gonna put a movie out with a problematic actor, fine. I get it. Like there's a lot that's already been made. A, that's already been made. There's a lot at stake. There's money involved. I get it fine uh but then you can't turn around and say well this movie wasn't that good so we're not going to release it Hmm. it's like well what the fuck like that doesn't make any sense either because there's this you have the same issue you have all the other people involved easy paul gets me gets me gets me fired (laughs) up take it easy ted it's gonna be all right um and like you know now you're you're looking at you're gonna go put release this movie the flash and you know that this person's never gonna be the flash again Right. So it's not like it's, we'd hope. Yeah. Well, you'd never know. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what the hell goes on with that. But anyway, and there, there is the obvious, you know, male versus female thing. Where of course. Of course. Female action hero with a female director. And of they're not releasing that one. So right. that's, you know, I would let the market decide. Right. We live in a capitalist society. Let the market decide if the movie's any good. <laughs> OK. Um, Interesting fact, though, I we we used to have a bit of a tradition tradition where we went to the movies for Halloween, Halloween for Christmas. I'm sorry, I love Halloween; it just naturally comes to mind. Um, we used to go to to a movie for Christmas because we don't do the whole like you know giant screaming family holiday thing. We just do yeah. our own thing, and we would always go, and there was always something out. Um, I think there there are several factors one of the main ones being that you know we've been very spoiled by streaming and i'm just like am i interested in seeing babylon yeah am i going to go to the theater to see babylon i'll just wait till i can stream it or rent it for 5.99 if it comes fast enough you know what i mean like i'll probably do that but um i don't need to see that in the theater um i did want to see the whale and i thought like you know that would be good fucking sold out yeah like the entire Christmas weekend from Thursday on at, at AMC completely sold out. Also, it wasn't in the reclining seats and we just yeah. we just don't do that anymore. So guess what? We're going to have to just wait to stream the whale or to rent it. Um, I would I would probably pay $20 to rent that one if it came mm-hmm. close enough. You know, it'd be like, yep. okay, let's just watch this and we'll pay it as if we were going to the theaters in the comfort of our home. Um, but yep. I was kind of surprised that so... Avatar had plenty of openings, by the way. I just want to say. <laughs> so the whale outsold Avatar. Plenty of openings available for those days. But when I tried to purchase seats for the whale, it was sold out for like five days straight, um, which yeah. I've never seen. So this is interesting. I don't know if that's a glitch or if that theater is actually that packed. And in which case, I'm glad it's sold out because I would have been pissed if I walked into that theater on Christmas thinking, oh, it'll just be us and like five other people. And it was completely Complete sold packed. out. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I want out of here. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, the the fears that people had of, of streaming taking out theaters is very, very much... It's a valid fear. It's a valid fear I think because... It's, it's just going to be, you know, it's just going to be... Theaters are going to be for blockbusters. And yeah. really high profile indie films like The Whale or something that gets a lot of attention. I don't think you're going to have, you know, that's all it's going to be. You yeah. know, it's just going to be blockbusters and, and um, <clears throat> because it's going to be. And the directors that insist that they go to theater. Yeah, yeah. you Chris Nolans and stuff. I can't. Um, I, Tarantino will do that and I will go to the theater. I'm not yeah. going to lie. So <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> He'll get me there. I, but I'm not against theaters. You know, I, I enjoy going to a theater, but it, but it's, it's. I shouldn't. I enjoy the idea of going to theater. Actually, going to the theater yes. is is um, 
it, I don't know. It doesn't seem worth it as much as it used to no. anymore. You know, at least not but, our theaters, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Star Wars and and Marvel movies and stuff like that is still something that. Yeah, but can a movie theater survive off of that? That's the know. question. There aren't enough of those blockbuster films. They would have to be coming out back to back in order for them to survive. You know, you of all people know that they're they're not making money off of these films, right? So what's paying what's paying salary and what's keeping what's keeping the lights on are those ridiculously overpriced concessions and things that people would have to be purchasing in between those blockbusters to keep the theater going. So I don't think theaters can survive just blockbusters. I really don't. How, how would they possibly do that? They couldn't be closed in between. You yeah. know, we would have to have these movies out just consistently running in order to justify the theater being open and existing. So this is going to be interesting. It's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. You know, I think eventually what's going to happen is that, you know, those smaller theaters are going to get phased out because then all of the movies will just be at that one movie theater. So even though there's not a massive demand, the people that would have seen sparsely will have to go to that movie theater. And then it's going to be like a, um, like a bidding war. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and, and it, they're going to start closing. So they're going to pick their most, the most popular, uh, densely populated areas. That movie theater will stay open. And the ones that are in the smaller areas are going to close down because, yep. and you'll have to travel. Yep. To go watch that movie, and that's what's going to keep that theater afloat. Uh, but but the the uh, the the abundance of theaters is not going to exist. And indie theaters, I think, maybe the indie indie theaters, right? For people like us, they'll stay yeah. around. But the smaller theaters are going to be gone. Yeah. Um, on a light note, I guess. Um, <laughs> so shout out MoGraph. MoGraph. Um, and, uh, you know, join us next week. We'll be talking about things. We're also going to wrap up our year like we usually do with our top 10. And we will be keeping it at a 10. We have to challenge ourselves. So you mm. ha can only have 10. I already did my list, by the way. So Are you I doing got 10. 10 shows and then 10 movies or just no, 10 things 10 total? 10 things total. Oh, um, and it's, it was rough, but um, I did 10 things total. And also, here's the new rule this year. It has to be a show that came out like it can't be the season two or season three of something because we already yeah. picked that show as a favorite it can't be a show that came out it has to be a show that came out in 2022 or film so it can't be season five of something no right and it can't be something that released in like it is so if something released at yeah, the but if, end if but you, we got it at 2022 that's one thing right but, but if if not something I'm you watch things as an example not that that's on my list no, you can't but but what I'm saying is, like, this season was better than last season. So how do you, like, if if this season was one of my favorite shows of the year, oh, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Fine. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying. Fine. You I, can I, pick I a season, but I don't think that's, I, I think that's, that's mini. I don't like it. Okay. You already like the show, so it can't be. I'm not be... sure that'll happen, but I just want to, I got to be clear on the rules. Yeah. I, I. I, I didn't, I think we, I did Dead to Me as one of my favorite things that popped up the year that it came out. So I can't do like the last, it's, I already liked that show. Um, so I just picked stuff that was like new, that either was made at, in 2021 and released to us in 2022 or came out in 22, 2022. Okay. That's the rule. So right. fair enough. I'll put my foot down. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.